And welcome to Sister Sage Herbs Roadside Herb Service. My name is Mark Fendel, and this is Jane Simmons. Hello. Jane is the owner of Sister Sage Herbs, a natural remedies company located here in Seattle. We sell every day at the Pike Place Market and online at sistersageherbs.com. This is our podcast. The content here is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. And today I'm excited to talk to, uh, talk to you, Jane, because we have added a few wonderful books um, to our library that mm-hmm. I thought would be really fun to share Yeah. with you, dear listener. <laughs> so welcome. Yeah. Um, and I've been really excited and um, inspired by um, herbalist and author David Winston, who I know that you've seen before. Mm-hmm. And also, you just found two incredible books that yes. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you about. I know you've been reading them, plus you stole my book. Mm, um, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you were the, sleeping. What was I going to do? <laughs> The uh, Stephen Buhner, a um, couple of Stephen Buhner books. So mm-hmm. let's start out with that. What do you got? Well, while wandering around our local bookstore at Pegasus Books on California Avenue, we're also not paid advocates, but personal advocates of this store. <laughs> no, we're giving them a full shout out I right know, now. That's not, but we're not paid for doing that. <laughs> I had to pay for the book. I found awesome. herbal antivirals and also herbal antibiotics, um, both by Stephen Buhner and um, Stephen Herod Buhner. And I first decided I would like to try the herbal antivirals just because I know, you know, there's a lot of ideas about vi- viruses and things like that, and that was just the most uh, interesting to me just because I'm like, oh, antiviral versus antibiotics. We have enough antibiotics in the world. Let me try look at antivirals. Mm -hmm. However, when I'm looking at this and the way the anti, the herbal anti uh, whatevers um, work is that they strengthen your body so that you can fight the virus or bacteria. So it's not about killing off the virus or killing off, or well, killing off all viruses or all um, um, bad, you know, bio, anti, whatever, bad bacteria mm-hmm. or bacteria mm-hmm. just with a, a zap, you know, which is most, mostly what some of these um, original like especially the antibiotics they were just like oh my gosh this works let's just use it on everything why not you know like whatever um so basically this i just learned so much from the first like um probably three pages that i was just like okay now i gotta go get the antibiotics book (laughs) so (laughs) i had them hold that one for me so i could go back i haven't really gone through the antibiotics book yet but it's here for me um, but really interesting, um, simple antivirals, um, ginger, you know, uh, 
elderberry things that we know about that we've heard about and um just it's like oh yeah sure let's do that but I mean he shows you how it works you know and then um he has a vast knowledge of Chinese and um Ayurvedic um research in here as well so he's got uses he's got different herbs that are maybe Chinese or um Ayurvedics too, so I don't know some of these. But I will just give you the top seven that he says, and he stresses that these are not in any way all of the ones that could be used. And um, that each one has its use for certain parts of the body that it strengthens. Um, but mostly these are these will work just on your whole entire, they'll find the place and go to it. Um, so they're on a cellular level, basically. So Chinese skullcap, which I did not... Um, I, someone else had told me I should definitely get this, but he never told me why. And so I've always been interested, but um, now come to find out it's the actually the root. So you would have to grow it as an annual and... Um, you know, or take a little bit of its root, you know, divide it each year. But it doesn't here anyway it did not get that big for me the regular skullcap um, and other everywhere else skullcap is used all through the Americas we use the um, leaf and the flower not the root so I mean there's a, a few occasions where they have used the root um, but it's in this same antiviral flu kind of thing um, elder um, elderberries once they're cooked are really great um, the, uh, seed has cyanide, so you don't want to be chomping on the seed because it re releases the cyanides. Um, so you, and you, basically you can get nausea from it, from eating raw, um, uh, elderberries. But once they're cooked, um, they taste better anyway. And also, um, they're more active. You um, he also talks about the leaf and the stems and things like that and the root of the elder. And those are very antiviral, but they're like super uh, uh, um, uh, it's low dose, basically. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like you should just stick to the berries, and you can get those freeze dried and just reconstitute them, um, and then add honey or uh, alcohol if you want to tincture it. Um, he suggests at least twenty percent alcohol total the solution. So um, ginger, fresh ginger is best. So the ginger tea that's hot and then you add the lemon and cayenne that actually has antiviral properties. Um, so it's pretty cool. They um, Ginger helps your body um, stand up better too and not let the virus in. So it's pretty cool. So First sign of any um, sickness, just go for the ginger tea and a fresh, just go get a piece of ginger and just gnaw on it, basically. <laughs> that would be the easiest of all these things. Just go to the store, get some organic ginger, and just start making tea. Um, so the other um, herbs, um, licorice um, and lomatium, this other um, Chinese herb, Isotis 
And I'm not sure where this other one, um, I'm going to possibly butcher the name, Hutinia. Uh, um, and those are just, you know, supposedly very, very um, antiviral for different things. I haven't gotten all the way through this, but I've just been very, very excited about, um, yeah, about his top seven. Yeah. yeah. So these are the top seven? Antiviral herbs. Right. Yeah. But they're not the only ones, you know. So he does go through some other ones, um, a lot of other, you know, herbs that are going to be helpful. I just think this would be a great book to have, just especially if you're not prone to getting the flu shot or, you know, you don't want to get the flu shot or you're around a lot of children or, <laughs> um, I don't know, uh, around places where maybe the um, hygiene isn't so great. You're touching the shopping carts a lot or touching uh, handrails that may or may not be wiped down often. So um, astragalus is another one that um, people kind of know the name. Um, for a mushroom, cordyceps. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, rhodiola is another common one that's, or not common necessarily here, but uh, you hear about um, people taking that. So um, apparently, yeah, that's one from Russia. Um, so, pretty cool. This is a really good book. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to... I just got excited when you said, what is your podcast going to be about? I'm like, oh, my new books. Yeah, well, these books are really inspiring. Yeah. And, um, um, and, and informative. I mean, just of knowing how he sets up how the virus actually works. Yeah. You know, science. <laughs> there is a lot of um, ancestral knowledge I think really passed down in these books. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, did and you scientific research? Obviously, I mean, not maybe not obvious, but oh yes, in here everything. Well, is, we'll get to that here. In he's a talked about is steady, steady, steady. Mm -hmm. um, and just as a fun aside, is this guy has such a very interesting, fun personality, to me anyway. Mm -hmm. He's like just riffing on taxonomists. I just think it's hilarious because it is true. Like when I started with the herbs, you know, I would order seeds and I'd be like, okay, I need this kind of seed and this, this variety and this variety. And then they would change the name on me and I'd be like, really? Oh, okay. You know, now mm -hmm. I got to change my website and it says something else. Yeah. Buner but anyway, is, he's, he's hilarious. Buner he's is um, often very critical about uh, various um, mm -hmm. uh, drug companies. Oh yeah. Um, huge bit, you know, huge business. Um, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just think it's cute. I mean, you know, yeah. I think it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so, his books are absolutely incredible and challenging. Yeah. Um, did you want to say anything about the herbal antibiotics book? I know you haven't really r read it yet, um, all the way through. Maybe you just kind of skimmed it, but it looks fascinating. Yeah. Well, I mean, I am excited to um, just, again, like learn how it works. How does the bacteria get into your system? And, you know, I mean, he goes on to specific resistant bacterias 
and the diseases they cause, and then how he has treated people. So this is really amazing. It's really for naturopaths. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody yeah. donated this or, or yeah. sold this book, and I lucked out. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, some of it's over my head. You know, yeah. I don't know some of these enzymes and whatnot. But it's just, like, really cool and, you know... These are the kind of books that you look back on four years, and then now all of a sudden I do know something else, and now I read it and go, oh, right, yeah, of course, because I know that word now, you know? So it's just an amazing reference um, book, and they're just, you know, together be like $50. This would be the greatest gift to give someone who's a... Who's an herbalist. herbalist or wants to become an herbalist. Or a nurse, I think, would be this would be awesome for them to just know because they're around, you know, infectious disease mm-hmm. themselves. Sure. So anyway, those are my things, and um, we didn't really get to yours yet, but yeah, um, we're gonna get there. Dave Winston, David Winston, I also kind of uh, stole that in the middle of the night from you, and <laughs> I I'm so excited about the adaptogens. Um, the Yulu throw, of course, we are growing and we have in our Zentonic, and mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And just to see that that is um, performance enhancement um, in many, many countries, um, you know, the, the, it's just cool. And then the holy basil, he just talks about over and over for also for uh, adaptogen. So, pretty cool. Yeah. So the name of the book, to be clear, is called Adaptogens. um, Adaptogens, Herbs for Strength, Stamina, and Stress Relief by David Winston and Stephen Mames. And I think this book is absolutely fabulous. Um, Again, I'd have to say it's probably more for kind of herbalists or um, maybe medical practitioners or somebody who's really, really interested um, in herbs. And um, I have to say, like, just the word adaptogen, I didn't even know this word before Mm -hmm. I got the book. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have at least some grasp, you know, (laughs) about about some herbs, you know. I know a Mm -hmm. few things, but I... I didn't know this word, and apparently it means something different to um, different people. Mm. Um, but I'm going to just quote David Winston in this book here. Okay. Um, and he describes it um, in this, on page 18, as, Number one, an adaptogen is non-toxic to the recipient. Number two, an adaptogen produces a nonspecific response in the body, an increase in the power of resistance against multiple stressors, including physical, chemical, or biological agents. Number three, an adaptogen has a normalizing influence on physiology, um, irrespective of the direction of change from physiological norms caused by the stressor. So, okay, what did that, what did I just say? Uh, Basically, you know, we're talking about... um, Tonic herbs. Yes. In a way. Yes. We're talking about specific uh, herbs, you know, that are 
you know, posit, you know, act in a positive manner to the to humans. Is that a, is that fair enough for a mm-hmm. lay person's kind of analysis? Um, anyway, he um, he names all of these um, all of these herbs, and I think that's pretty cool. So I just want to name some of those, and there are some of them that I am very familiar with, and several of the Chinese ones um, I just I don't know. Um, but I think you mentioned um, Yeluthro. Yep. Did you say that already? Yep. We were talking um, about Siberian that. ginseng. So um, that's also a Russian drug. Yeah, um, or, Asian or ginseng, rather. American ginseng. Mm-hmm. Um, this rap, I'm going to mess this up, rapoticum. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just naming the common names here, not the biological names. Oh, Deng Sheng. Um, Deng Shen. Deng Shen. Is Codenopsis. Mm. That's awesome. Prince Sang. Mm-hmm. Cordyceps. Cordyceps. Rhodiola. Yeah. Astragalus. Amla is the um, Ayurvedic herb. Again, we see the licorice, reishi mushroom, holy basil, shisandra, uh, he show Wu, and that's one that's supposed to be, uh, when you take it, it's supposed to be for men, but it's supposed to make your um, gray hair go away, turn black. Really? Yeah, I've heard of people who've said that it has worked. Wow. Ashwagandha, another awesome, um, what, that one's a, typically thought of as a woman's um, herb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lyceum. And lyceum. Um, anyway. Yeah, um, so many. Oh, it's really cool. When so this one. book, I, it's a, I have to say, the book itself is very readable. Yeah. Like, um, to somebody that didn't know as much about herbs, this is a pretty approachable book. Yeah. Where I think the Buner books are almost <laughs> always, you have to be an ultra geek yeah, maybe. for this stuff. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, but oh, I, I don't know if I said Shisandra, but that one—that's that's the goji. Oh, no, are you sure? Yeah. Well, Shisandra is often mentioned in these things. Too, oh, is that right? So, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that's goji oh, berry because cool. he talks about wolfberry and oh few, yeah, okay. a few other things mm-hmm. in this book. Anyway. Oh, that might be the Lycia is is goji. Oh yeah. I think so. Oh, I think you're right. Actually, mm-hmm. we don't know Latin that good. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, again, adaptogens, herbs for strength, stamina, and stress relief by David Winston and Stephen Mames. Um, Very amazing. And the next book that I want to talk about is the other um, David Winston book. And this one is another just incredibly approachable book that I want to share with you. It's called Herbal Therapy and Supplements, A Scientific and Traditional Approach by Mary A. Kuhn and and David Winston together. And I think this is just a very unique book. Mm. Um, I haven't gotten my mitts on that one. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a uh, pretty um, small book, but there's a lot of uh, really good information in here mm-hmm. about um, all um, kinds of um, different herbs. Um, and what they do, and and mostly we're talking about the ones that are com- the common ones North America. 
mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, the ones, the ones, you know, in fact, a lot of, I'm just looking at the list here in just the contents and a lot of these herbs are the ones that we've talked about mm-hmm. already on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, too many to name here, but a lot, but just looking at it, I know we've talked about motherwort, nettles, um, peppermint, well, maybe not peppermint, uh, raspberry for sure, skullcap, um, hawthorn, hops, uh, garlic, ginkgo, ginger, lots of, and lots of other ones. Um, this is a, a nice tiny little book Hmm. and, um, yeah, that looks great to just have around in your in your backpack. It's just a really good mm-hmm. clinical reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems I think like it'd I, be good for moms, you know, just to have. Okay, well, they yeah. have these symptoms. Let's just do this. Yeah, and it's kind of got this little spiral mm-hmm. ring. Um, and I think I bought it on eBay for like five bucks. Wow. Yeah. So I this I think this book is probably pretty easy to find, and if you are interested in herbs or if you're just kind of getting into uh, herbs, this would be a really good book to start with. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that's um, not terribly expensive and has a lot of great information, um, both scientific and traditional, which I think is a very um, uh, unique uh, book to put out there. I don't think there's too much like this. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean... Robin Wall Kimmerer's book is absolutely amazing, um, and I think she marries those two mm-hmm. um, those two cool. things um, quite well, yeah. uh, better than anybody, in fact, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the last book that I really want to talk to you, th- this is a total like honorable mention because <laughs> because um, we've spent a lot of time up in the Chinese Garden here in West Seattle recently, mm-hmm. you and I. And um, there are hundreds of plants in there that are absolutely gorgeous that I have no mm-hmm. idea what they are. And so I keep taking photos of these plants and I'm kind of excited about them because I've never yeah. seen half of them before. Yeah. Um, and somebody at the garden clued me into Leslie Ann Pollock's Winter Plant Identification. Um, and this is a book that is used up at South Seattle Community College mm-hmm. for their uh, winter class. Cool. And it's just a little spiral bound um, book, but it has, it's really unique because it has winter plant identification um, for conifers and other interest plants for Western Washington. Mm -hmm. There's not only plants in the, that are in the Chinese garden. Right. There's a few other ones. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, And the book, I bought it from the, uh, you know, the college bookstore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> um, but, um, it has like these beautiful full color photos of all of the trees mm-hmm. and it's really easy to match that up. Yeah. And I've really found like living in the Pacific Northwest, sometimes it's really hard to, um, to identify trees and plants and you see things sometimes that you love. And you're like, oh, that's so beautiful, but you just don't. Yeah, it's really kind of hard so to what identify. What does the leaf look like? Oh well, what does the bark look like? Oh well, you know. Right. So you need to know when it doesn't have its leaf or flower what it's going to look like. Right. So that is good. Um, 
So anyway, I just really love this. And uh, it talks a lot about um, the trees, of course, in the Community College Arboretum Mm -hmm. and um, the uh, Washington Park Arboretum Mm -hmm. and also Green Lake. Yeah. So it covered, there's a lot of those trees that are in this book and other um, kind of unique plants. Yeah. So that's anyway, a good one. yeah, that was that's kind of my little honorable mention. How much was it at the bookstore? Um, I think it was about it was about twenty five bucks. You know, I actually contacted the author and she was super nice. She wrote nice. me a really nice email back. I just wanted to thank her because there's just not too many um, reference books like this. Yeah. Um, here. And not only that, but very few people here in West Seattle or even in Seattle proper know or have been to the Chinese Garden. So I think it's kind of amazing. It's such an incredible place. Can I read this quote from her? Oh, sure. No amount of book study, however, can replace standing next to a real live tree, smelling, touching, and looking closely at it. So put on those rain rain boots, get out your hand lens, and find a conifer. Yeah. Yay. That's so cool. Thanks, Austin. <laughs> right on. So, anyway. Cool. Well, if you made it to the end of this podcast, folks, thank you book so review. much. It was book review day. <laughs> and um, we uh, hope that you have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And uh, visit us at sistersageherbs.com or Thanks. Pike Place Market. Cheers. <laughs>